Crash Course Live is presented by Smash It Demolition Derby, who host Bash for Cash, Blizzard Bash, and Capital City Carnage. Online at smashitderby.com. And Stirring Dirt Racing, host of May Mania's team show at the Golden Spike Arena in Ogden, Utah. Online at stirringdirtracing.com. Reckless Abandoned Derby Apparel and Derby Inc. Magazine. This is the Crash Course Demolition Derby Podcast, recorded live at the FingerLakes1.com studios in downtown Seneca Falls, New York. And now your host, Chris Marquardt. Good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to this edition of the Crash Course. Excited to have all of you along for the ride. It is going to be a busy, busy evening here on episode number 296, coming to you live from the North Park Building here at Academy Square in downtown Seneca Falls. Thanks again for tuning in tonight. This is the busiest Monday that we have each and every year. We've got a, a litany of summers around five, six guests. We had additional folks that we reached out to, but everybody is sort of in the same boat. They're trying to get their stuff finished up for Blizzard Bash. Blizzard Bash kicks off this week. We are going to be flying out there on Wednesday to be part of the heat draws. All the rest of the action taking place to follow that Thursday night, the first round of qualifying, the second round of qualifying on Friday, the doubleheader on Saturday with a morning session and an evening program leading up to Championship Sunday, which kicks off at noon after that long, long week of preparation and all the action that we're going to see. It's going to be outstanding. One of the guys that we are going to be looking forward to meeting up with out there. Once again, always good to talk with you. Jason Brodzinski, part of the defending uh, champions of the uh, Blizzard Bash National Bracket, running with Team Derby Tees. Not TV, Jason. Man, how's how's everything been going this year? It's going real good. It's been a busy year. <laughs> As it always is. You said you're finishing up some last minute things at home. Does that include uh, last minute concrete jobs, or are you just focused on the car at this point? Uh, just the car and derby parts at this point. Yeah. We wrapped up early. Uh... Early to mid last week, we wrapped up any open concrete jobs, and and I think because of the weather and, and we have some freezing and frost coming, that I probably will have to move on to some inside jobs with that. But so we just focused on finishing the car and spare parts and tools, and it's crazy how much you have to bring. <clears throat> You guys break through and, and pick up the win after you guys have been so close so many different times. Um, team including Gage Sumner. Last year he had a magical 2018 season. Um, you guys running together as a unit. Ryan Songaluski back on the team. Cordell Henson uh, in the number two H going to be with you this year. Do you guys go in uh, feeling any additional pressure over last year, having uh, picked up the win and now returning as the champions? Uh, actually, I had a couple of people ask me that, and I said I think the pressure's off. Is it? I think the pressure's off. The weight's off the shoulders, like you said, for so many years. I ran 14, 15, 16, 17, and then we won in 18. So you pour so much effort, mm -hmm. so much money, you know, and and from everybody, and you go, and, and we took a second, you know, and we I think we took a third, and, and we were there. We gave it our all, and then to finally get it done, it just seems like the cards are in our favor last year and sometimes you're sometimes you're sitting good and got numbers and other times you're watching the feature from the stands you know what I mean it's weird who is not Bobby Winter me not on the feature watching it from the stands you know what I mean sure last year well, I mean, that's one of the that's one of the wild things about Blizzard Bash as a whole is, is it sort of falls the way like the NFL playoffs do. 
Um, anything can happen. You don't you don't really know. And after the amount of abuse that these cars go through, once you get into those those second rounds, the third round of action, uh, the cards can start falling really funky ways. And then you get the additional wild cards with who's going to line with who when you get out there for the feature events and. You know, a couple of years ago, we were out there. It, it, you could see just the way that the cars pulled out and the way that everything positioned, that it was basically 15 on 15 when everything got going. And it took a couple of haymakers before things really opened up. And, and you guys were right down there in the thick of, of that one as well. Um, finally getting that win. Where does that rank in terms of um, victories for you guys? You know, we saw Ryan Sangaluski get that big win. Capital City Carnage a couple of years back. You've had some success as well. Gage picked up a win at, at Bash for Cash. Where does this fall for the team? I think Blizzard, Bad, uh, Blizzard Bash has always been on the on the top. You know, been been one of the the hardest wins to accomplish. You know, because you're running multiple times and and the competition is so great. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of times people have asked who you want to go against or. You know, I think even you've asked it anybody you want to face, or, or you've asked, you've t- dabbled on that before, and it's like there's not, you know, there's teams who have smarter uh, drivers who have one more, and they mix with hard hitters, and and there's just all different combinations and car combinations of wagons and Cadillacs, and you know, it's it's yeah, to me it's the hardest show to win. I've I haven't ventured out west. Very far. This would be the farthest west I've gone, mm-hmm. but I've been I've been east, and I would say this is this is probably the hardest show to win. The the elements of of running the car multiple times over and over again um, is that is that what makes the show so challenging to make sure that you have something left and you can keep coming out as a as a contiguous group of four, and or is it something different? Uh, in terms of how you've got so much experience teaming up with so many hard hitters and the wild cards that that can throw at you, what makes this show so hard to win? What comes to my mind would be the four-on-four. You you know, say if you were at Bash for Cash and you draw heat two, you can kind of go out there and, and, you know, it takes a while to set in to see who your battle's going to be with and and how it all goes. Well, you go out there and four-on-four, you don't have a choice. Right. If you're over there trying to fake like you're, you know, having shifter problems or the motor died, somebody's going to shove you on the bank or roll you over. There's there's no time for uh, there's no time for it on this four and four. And then and then compared to like a spring explosion or other team shows, you have to go four and four twice. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you have to go four and four twice. So the cars take the abuse, cars equipment. We change motors, transmissions. You know. Right. Um, you, you, you test, you, you give your equipment a test like no other place. I hope the track's hard this year. It always ends up being hard for the feature, but in, in you know, a couple times that first day, that first day, was, the track was a little soft, so right. I would rather have a harder track. I, I think we've been through it enough times now where day one we should have a pretty decent surface to work with. Um, I remember that one night, I think it was one of the first Capital City Carnage where everything was super, super uh, soft and they ended up mixing in a whole bunch of uh, uh, dry powdered concrete to try and get the surface back. It's not that anybody's um, afraid to try and put the work in to, to save it and bring it back right, around. Yeah, I, remember I was out there and the drivers were out there cutting bags and spreading them out and nobody yep. wants to see it. It's, yep. And it, it's, it's, you can't, 
blame anybody for it. And the promoter does, you know, they went to Home Depot and got pallets and skids of it. So, mm-hmm. and I know last year it was a little soft, and I believe Tim wasn't too happy about it and got the escalator in there to fix it. And so I think I probably have about twenty some tires, different, different combinations, different. Different heights, different widths, you know, just to be prepared for that. Sure, I mean that's that's crazy. You know, we 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 talk a lot about tire compounds, and, and the joke was the Blizzaks. They did so well at Winter Slam that one year where everything was frozen. But you look at what a, a touring late model team, a super late model, might have in terms of their open compound rules and things like that. They might have a trailer that's almost exclusively dedicated just to tire compounds, and and we're sort of venturing into that realm with what you just described there, with all those different tire combinations and and the widths and such. Um, you you had towed the line a little bit, and and last episode we had talked about trying to stay away from those conversations, just because we can never get never get a straight answer anyway, and and nobody's going to come on our show and 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 be the first one to throw the uh, throw the salt out there. So I'm not going to ask you who you want to face or anything like that. But um, at the same time, we talked a little bit about why it's so tough to win and 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 how in, much endurance your equipment has to have. Um, what are the elements that go into winning and being successful at this show not so much from the perspective of yeah we want to go on the feature we've got to win the championship and stuff like that but there's there's so many different elements that are important in this when you look at being able to work as a team uh not so much being able to work as a team and get yourselves out of trouble but also move and think of the team uh get some strategy played in there so that you're not uh just just going out there with this chaotic uh offense or maybe you want that because it's tougher to hit a moving target or you work into the the aspect of luck has to play into it as well. You know, what's it take? What's it going to take this year with the rosters that are out there um, on the national bracket to to not only stay in the national draw, not be one of the teams that's eliminated from the national bracket, but come away with a win? Well, there's variables there, so mm-hmm. the, you you can't say and predict it now because it all depends on on who you face and and what kind of shape you come in out of the heat. Sure. So, you know, that's it's changing while you're there. You you can draw hard heat and be in bad shape and you gotta take the long way through and you know and I, you could draw easy heat, not meaning it's weak or underbuilt drivers, meaning maybe they had a drive shaft go or a wire come off, you mm-hmm. know. I, I think you need a lot of luck. Yeah. I think you need luck on your side also. You need obviously it helps to have numbers and I think every year, you know, one team, one team wins. There's in, in the national bracket. There's 16 teams. One team's going home happy, <laughs> and 15 are, are, you know, I guess some people might be happy with a second or third. But I, in my mind, I'd say 15 people are not happy. So, yeah, I'm sure there was some there was some uh, hard feelings last year after we won and how the place it went out, but. You know, we've been on the second, third, and fourth, and on the other end of it too. And and when they won or when people won, it's fine. You know, but when they lose, it's not fine. So I think you can't sit and strategize and and plan your whole weekend out. And then if you lose the first heat and things change, and then your whole world crumbles. I think you just gotta you gotta take the punches as they come and react. <clears throat> Is it possible to win taking that long way around, coming through the B-side? I think it is. Yeah. 
I think it is. I think, uh, you know, I, I said that one year we took second and Johnson's took second last year. You definitely heard it. Right. The Sunday morning when, when the rest of the people in the future are eating breakfast and you know, maybe, maybe starting to pack up, but I don't think you ever get to relax. Right. But you have, you're working on your car to go run again and you're not able to clean up your pit area and, and preload all your tools and the stuff you're not going to use. You're, you're working on the car and then you have to load up after the feature. So yeah, I think it's possible, but it's tough. It sure is long way around. We've seen, uh, IFD come through uh, the B side before and run into the top three. They might even gotten a second place with it there a couple times, uh, but they they were able to flex a little bit of muscle. But it is a a long long way around. You said the car is just about done at this point. Yeah, we're sitting pretty good. It's uh, I've you know for the last I haven't been this far on a car since probably about two thousand five. Wow. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's going back oh. a ways. <laughs> I ran a county fair. I ran a county fair, and we we started early. Mm-hmm. And if I ran no other big show, and this was our main focus, we know it's not going to be easy this year. If it, not to say last year was, but we know it'll be harder on us. You have a little bigger target on your back coming as the returning champions. You know what I mean? Sure. Yep. I believe that. Uh, I know you got a bunch of parts and you got some other stuff that you got to take care of tonight. I don't want to keep you all night. We're going to be moving on uh, with with Matt Hoffmeister before we do that again. Travel safe. Wish you the best. Is there anybody that you wanted to make mention of before we let you go? And we got to make sure we don't overlook uh, Uncle Brian. Right, for sure. Yeah, Uncle (laughs) Brian. um, I've had so much help, you know, from teammates to to people up here by me and support. I wish there could be a documentary to see what goes into all this. I mean, just right. what we did today and this week in loading and <laughs> finishing the car and spare parts and building tires and wheels. And it's, uh, people are missing out. Big sponsors are missing out. And, and uh, just like to thank everybody, my family, pit people, friends. Hate to say a name or forget anyone. I understand that. That's uh, not the first time we've been down. <laughs> <laughs> well man I, I appreciate it a ton thank you for g- making a little bit of time for us and look forward to catching up with you Wednesday we'll see you out there we'll see you then bye bye now there goes Jason Brzezinski running with the defending champions Cordell Hansen, Ryan Zongaluski and uh, Gage Sumner running with team TV. shifting gears now Matt Hoffmeister a guy who it, it, at some point is going to break through for a win at Blizzard Bash just a fun guy to watch drive. He's going to be driving with Team WRP this year, and we're going to be catching up with him for a little bit. Daniel Ort, Kenny Rosno, Scott Svingen, the crew out there with Team WRP. They are in the national draw again, so that's a, a big feather in their cap to be returning to that side of the bracket. But we'll get Matt on the line and, and talk a little bit more about where things are going for him this year, if he answers. Hey, there's Matt. Pop you in. It's a little bit more chaotic when I'm flying. Brian got ordered into work. He works as a as a correction corrections here in Seneca County, and he got ordered to work tonight. So that's one of the reasons why we're rolling on our own here. But Matthew making some time for us. Matt, man, how are you? Good yourself? We're doing just fine. We're doing well. I got to tell you, you are one of the most requested guests that we've ever had on one of these things. Every time that we do this, where we take a loop around, 
we get a bunch of messages from people saying you got to get Matt Hothmeister on the phone. So you're uh, you're tonight's most popular driver. Congratulations. Well, I'm honored. <laughs> <laughs> How's everything coming from Blizzard Bash? Uh, we're, uh, we're, we're all set up, but we had some struggle for a little while, so. You're all set I up, know. but you had some struggles. Yeah, that doesn't sound good. We're ready to load. Yeah? What, what yeah. were some of the struggles? Uh, well, I blew my new engine uh, last Thursday or Friday. Bottom end let loose, and we've been testing and tuning for probably the past two or three weeks, so the car's been done for a while. Yikes. We had a um, bottom bearing seize up, or so that's what we're thinking. So, so at that point, what do you do? Do you unbuild the car? Because it seems like you can't get that motor out unless you take the whole body off of it, right? I mean, you're pretty committed. Uh, yeah, it took about an hour and a half, about three or four of us, and we uh, yanked it out. And then I took a half day the next day, and I have my county fair set up that's pretty similar, and yanked it out of that car. Was turnkey car, and I know it's reliable. It's good to go. So, put it in the next night. And we had it running and driving by ten o'clock the next day. So, what's that do to your confidence? You go from having a new engine that supposedly is going to be outstanding because it's built specifically to be new at Blizzard Bash, but now you're falling back on your county fair setup. Tried, true, proven piece. It's something that you've got a lot of success and a lot of runs with. Does that affect you a whole lot, really, in the, the grand scheme of things? Um, I would, I don't know, like, it really didn't bother me too much. I tried holding my cool and composure the best I could, obviously, because right. what can you do? But uh, my brother, he was he was pretty unraveled for a little bit that, <laughs> you know, things weren't going good and new engine and all that. So, but now he feels more confident. We got the, the engine he likes. and right. It's been it's been down to Blizzard Bash once or twice, and it's sure. it's served its purpose. So he feels confident. And if he feels confident, well, then that makes me feel confident. Right on. Um, your county fair setup versus what was built for uh, versus the new engine. Uh, first, when that seized up in the bottom end, did it, did it just seize up and that was the end of the damage, or did it get a whole lot worse? Ah, uh, no. We it it made like a click sound when we were adjusting it. Yeah. on the carburetor and and uh, I heard it everybody kind of looked around I think everybody else heard it and then all of a sudden it went into a loud thunk oh. for a couple of seconds and I shut her off and tore the valve cover off on both sides and fired it up and everything was rotating on the top correctly but it just had a loud knock in the bottom end yeah. so we just said get it out let's go so this this county fair setup, or is this something that's more tailored towards running higher PMs? Is it something you prefer to try and gear it down now so that you got more pushing power uh, versus the, uh, the engine that came out? I don't know. It's it's a full roller. So that's kind of where I prefer. Like sure, uh, it's quicker on throttle response, and it doesn't. I don't. I personally, I don't think it gets hot as fast. But you know, it could be other things we're doing. But right, could be. It's, reliable let's just put it that way i think it's great that, that you guys are coming out again and and we've often talked about your team being one of those teams that is due uh, at some point what's it going to take for you guys to 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 get into the finals this year uh bring our a game balls out <laughs> and uh you know hopefully luck is on our side this year and i don't know the whole team's feeling pretty confident we got a new guy to the team jared he's He's building pretty nasty old iron, and 
feels confident about it. And Kenny, he's, he shot his car. He painted his car last night, and so did Daniel. So they're looking quite well, and I think everybody's feeling pretty confident on, their, on each other and more or less can't wait to get down there. You guys operate with the idea that a strong offense is the best defense in terms of getting through. Um, with the two rounds of four-on-four four now, does that change your driving style or your strategy at all? No. That's, it's either balls out and get it done or, you know, it's going to become a who's got gas game. So Sure. I, I prefer to let the hammer down. That's what we're there for. When we when you talk about teams that drive as contiguous units, you know we talk a little bit, uh, probably the most about um, Bobby Brockway's crew, and they and, and they had been together for so long that they could sort of just flank the cattle off and pick them off one at a time. Your guys' style works for what you guys have, and you work together as a team. But it is so chaotic. I would I would hate to be in one of the cars that's trying to go up against you guys because everything's flying around so fast. It's it's much more like what people are used to seeing and, and the folks that are listening at home, they're used to watching you guys anyway, but but the other comparison I think that's closest to it is watching like Team JYD is you've got all these colors just flying around all over the place at such a fast rate of speed that you're almost catching people off guard because they don't know where the next hit's coming from. Well, yeah, take them out of their comfortable element and you know, it's if they if they they can't you know get into their A game and set themselves comfortable and set themselves up for their next hit, and you're on top of them the whole time. It you know they got to change their driving style while you're doing what you're normally used to. So, sure, that's where we we enjoy it. <laughs> uh, beyond that, I don't is know where... if we can top up on JYD's amount of level, but what's that? I said I don't know if we can top up on JYD's amount of level coming out of the gate, but. They, I, they they bring the fast pace, that's for sure. I, I, I always enjoy watching you guys run. Uh, I'll never forget the first year that we were at Blizzard Bash, and Kenny pulled that chip out and just threw it out through the sunroof, man. And after that, that he was on the, he was definitely on the radar, and, and we've seen you run out there a bunch of times, and Daniel. And the list that I had here uh, had Scott on the team. Have you guys made a change there? Yeah, yeah, Scott. um he had some family issues or something going on with his personal life, and he opted out on us about oh a month or so ago. Okay. So we kind of we kind of went into panic for a little bit and started doing our research on a few drivers we had picked out and we were going to pick up my brother. Mm-hmm. But that would have put a lot more time on less less time on my car and more time on two cars. So sure. And that I'm pretty sure his wife would have set the papers down on the desk and said, you know, time to split. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, so who who came in place? Uh, Jared Van Gameren, I think I say it right. Okay. He's from Inwood, Iowa. Uh, he's a friend of Daniel Ortz. Uh, he was signed up in the um, mod single, so it just happened to work out. Yeah, that uh, seems to work out good. As long as he's got a heavy right foot, he should fit in just fine with Team WRP. He was he was asking questions like if he should be putting a four point system racing seat in his car, like we all have, and. He said he just likes the lap belt, and he's wondering if he needs to order himself a set of belts. So I told him probably probably get them ready because we're gonna we're gonna make it happen. Yeah, yeah. You want those if you're listening. You want those belts. Get the belt. Yeah. <laughs> like when I rolled myself last year, that was probably the most thankful thing I ever had. Right. <laughs>
Well, hopefully that doesn't happen again. I, I know getting that feature win would be awesome. I know making it to the A main would be a, a huge feather in the cap once again and just factoring into the outcome. And, and biggest thing is you don't want to end up on the B side and put yourself at risk of losing that spot. Right. Anybody that you want to make mention of? Um, my, my brother for helping out. He, he's hand-in-hand hand helping build the car every time. Mm. And um, Philip Brown, PB, everybody knows him as Panda. He uh, yep. <laughs> sponsored our door wraps this year. Awesome. So uh, he's taking good care of us. We became good friends with him, and he uh, he's excited. I don't know. I see who's more excited, him or me. So <laughs> is it? I mean, this is Blizzard Bash Ten. It's such a such a, a landmark event and everything like that. You know, on the Derby landscape anyway. But now it's the tenth anniversary. Is it is it hard to still get it? Would you put in the amount of time that you've got into this car? Now you've got the issues with the engine and everything. Is it is it hard to get excited, or does it just come with the territory no matter what? Uh, I'd say, I don't know. It's, it's like first time at to you know to the fair every year. First time to a show, it just gets fully excited. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think everybody has the same level of excitement. Like it's just every time you know it's going to be good. So mm-hmm. you, you can't bring yourself down. It's Blizzard Bash. That's right. You you said it best right there, Matt. Man, I know you got a lot more to do. I'll catch up with you soon, man. Thanks so much for making some time for us. Okay, travel safe. You bet. Thanks, Chris. We'll see you. We'll talk to you shortly. later. Was Matt Hoffmeister. Looking forward to catching up with him just to give you an idea of everything that we are talking about here this evening together. We're talking about Blizzard Bash. BlizzardBash.com is where you can go to find out all the information that you might need. The Kansas Expo Center playing host again to Blizzard Bash in Topeka, Kansas. Blizzard Bash 10, if you can believe that. November the 6th, the heat draws. That's Wednesday. November the 7th is national and qualifying opening rounds. November the 8th is going to be the second round of qualifying. And again, once again, all of those are four-on-four pairings, which is even cooler. Um, Friday night is, or Friday during the day is going to be the RC Derby, and then uh, Friday night is when the Compacts and Limited Well teams are going to pull their heats as well. Saturday it's the Twin Bill, 10 o'clock start. Compact and Limited Well team heats kick off the day at 10 o'clock, and then they've got a little bit of fan appreciation time booked from three to five, six o'clock. We're going to start the evening program with the Power Wheels, the National Qualifying B features, the Compact and Limited Weld Team B features, Limited Weld Trucks, Limited Weld Singles, and the Modified Single Features. And then we're going to cap things off at noon on Sunday. Championship Sunday will be going off at noon. Compact and Limited Weld A features, and then the Qualifying and National A features as well to round that out. Turn our attention now to Tommy Stark driving with the no-namers this year. I'll be back with you here in just a second. We'll get that set, and then we'll get Tommy on the line. There's Tommy. Hey, Tommy, is that you? Are you still there? <laughs> there it is. Fighting the phone a little bit. This is uh, this is always a tough part of things when we're flying solos. I gotta juggle the phones. I don't have anybody to cut away to. There's Tommy. Tommy, man, how are you? Good to hear from you. The car all done? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, uh, we've had a long day. <laughs> what would you have to do today? <laughs> we built rims and tires. That is the second person we've talked to today. <laughs> Spend a significant amount of time yeah. doing rims and tires. How many different sets do you bring there, and, and do you put a lot of thought into the widths, uh, um, sidewall uh, setups, the heights, 
um, tread patterns and things like that so that you're ready for all these different potential uh, surface styles? Oh, my gosh. Uh, we got from everything from a highway tread to, you know, a solid tire to rough tread. I mean, I don't you can't I don't think you can prepare the the way we've seen the track in the in the past, I don't know that you can really be a hundred percent sure that you got the right thing. Sure. You know, I mean, uh we've been on you know, like you guys were just talking about earlier, uh we're concrete in the track. We're out on the track spreading concrete, you know, mm-hmm. try to dry it up. They end up ripping it out, you know, which thank gosh, you know, uh Sam was He's like, no, we're not having this, and he tore it all out. You know, we're supposed to be the best in the country that Derby is, and uh, we're going to make it happen, you know. So at that aspect, um, man, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Some of the things we've seen there, you, the the super small front wheels. Now we've seen guys that run a, a, a taller lug pattern that, and uh, a stiffer sidewall tire that tends to want to not flex as much so hard and put some extra stress on your steering components. On the softer surfaces, those taller tires as a whole, just a taller profile, can dig into the surface, put you more prone to getting rolled over. There's so much thought that goes into just the tires. How hard is it to trust your gut and go with it and not outthink yourself just on that aspect, let alone the rest of the car and all the variabilities there. That's a, that is a, that's a big, I mean, it's so easy to overthink. It's not even funny because if you got a hard surface, I mean, you want to be able to turn and cut and still not tear the lower control on its plumb off. You know, we had guys this year when it finally got hard, I mean, it, they was turning and it just ripped their lower control arms. You know, they, I mean, no matter how, good a ball joint or whatever you got if the a-arm lower control arm is ripping you're <laughs> there's nothing you can do about it so i mean you gotta have a, a good strategy if you got too much grip up there and, if, and the track's hard you're in trouble what did eddie chick tell you to do for tires eddie chick <laughs> he's he's a stubborn ass he's, he's uh he's, he's he sticks to he likes his highway treads and i and i'm with him on that um you know, he he definitely got it down as far as keeping his shit together. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, I, that's for sure. I I really miss that he's not going to be with us this year. But man, yeah, he's uh he definitely sticks to his guns when he says something. You know what I mean? He's going to be in the pits, right? He's just not driving a car. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, okay. He's, he's actually um going to bring a a welder generator out for me to hook to my uh. You know my wire feed, so I've got something to run it off of. Right. <laughs> yeah, Eddie's good as gold. I mean, he, I mean, he, he just it couldn't happen. You know, just one of the things, and uh, but he's still right there for the team. You know. So you're running with no namers this year: Jason Dials, Tim Sonnenberg, Craig McCracken. Craig, a guy that you've run a lot of derbies with, and no namers, yeah. another one of those teams that that it, it, one of these times things are going to fall the right way, and no namers is going to take a win out of Topeka, Kansas, at Blizzard Bash. Is this the year? Man, I sure hope so. You know, like Jason was saying earlier, you know, it's just the luck's got to fall into your hands. Um, I think every single person that you drive against, every builder out there is building at the best that the competition could be. I mean, there's nobody that's going to not be. Uh, there's no underbuilt car there. Right. I mean, if there is, it's it's because they missed something. You know, and 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 I almost guarantee you. The way that people talk, there's, you're not going to miss too much. You know what I mean? Right. Um, but, but like Jason was saying earlier, 
to be able to get to that victory, I mean, he's done it now. Uh, you know, it's just everything falls into your plate. Um, he's ran hard for how many years, and boom, they, you know, they finally fell into their plate where it was their year. Um, I think it's just uh, getting it to fall into your plate. Everything's got to, the duck's got to line up. How much of that is the preparation side, though? Oh, my gosh. If you, yeah, it's a lot. I mean, it, if you come, if you come and you're still working on your car, you're probably, you probably got plenty of time in it. (laughs) 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 That's the way I'm going to say it. You probably got plenty of time in it, meaning, um, you're not you're not passing up anything. You didn't miss a thing. You're still working on it because you didn't procrastinate. That's not why you're still working on it. You're working on it because you don't want to miss something. Right. You know? Right. Uh, I've been working on mine for a long time, so I can't say nothing about not being done yet. If, if anything happens now, it's just because something went to shit. <laughs> Is... Like Matthew, Matthew Altmaier had that bad luck, you know, the brand new motor. I mean... That was me last year. I mean, it it sucks, but guess what? We're not not going. You know what I mean? You right. do whatever it takes. You're going. I mean, I just I just love hearing all the passion from all the drivers because everybody's got the same similar story about. There's nothing that's going to keep me from being at this derby, and all you have to do is be there. If you've got the car that's built right, and you've got you've got a, a piece of equipment that you trust, it might not be the best engine in the world, but you trust it, and you know what you can do to it, you know what you what the limit that you can push it to, and you're surrounded by a good group of guys. Everybody believes, as well they should, because this is the collection of the best demolition derby drivers on the country at any given time, that yep. they and, believe and they the got a chance of winning it. You know, guys that the guys that actually are there, they do whatever it takes to be back on that track. Mm-hmm. Whether it's the first day or the last day, whatever it takes, they're driving the hundred miles to pick up a part because the O'Reillys or Napa or whoever doesn't have it. They're going. They got somebody on the road and covering the money. You know, making sure that it happens. You know, right. there's no, <laughs> there's no, uh, there's no backing up on it. I, I, I never gets old. It never gets old. I love it having doesn't. these. And, and it's really, what's really crazy is that the guys, I mean, like you see guys pulling whole motors. I remember, I don't know what year it was, but I watched Robbie Layton out there. They had tow trucks. They, were in a, they had a tow truck company come in, and they're pulling motors and doing all this crazy stuff and, and buying new motors where he blowed them up and stuff. I mean, it's just like unbelievable. You know, it just, Hey, let's set up the game. And he was he was on a qualifying, I believe, if I'm right. <laughs> yeah, that was a uh, team thunderstruck, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and I'm looking out there. I'm like, geez, I, you know, if we ain't up in our game, we're, we're never going to be on a, a national side. And then, you know, that was it's been several years, but I mean, I I just couldn't believe you know the the effort that people put in to make sure they're back on that track. I wanted to be that guy, and for my team's sake, everybody that's on the team, I guarantee you, is like that. Just like the rest of the 15 teams, they're all like that. I guarantee you that they're going to, every other dude, they're going to do it. I haven't, I haven't come across a Blizzard Bash bracket that I looked at and said, yeah, this uh, last year was stronger. You know what I mean? It just keeps getting tougher and tougher and tougher. I mean, what would it mean to you guys? First, first I, do you agree with that? And then second, what would it mean to you guys to come away with a win like that? And I'll tell you what, it's, I think it's every – Every derby driver's in the country, 
it's their dream to be even at the top, let alone the top three. I know mm-hmm. Jason's like, you know, sometimes we have to do a second or third. Hey, to me, I, I'm a true no-namer. I mean, uh, that's the way I feel. I mean, I don't know what that is. You know, uh, let's see. Let's see. Um, I don't want to crash her last name. Doxy uh, from out there. She does a Demolition Derby Life magazine. Okay. And I was fortunate enough to get in this magazine as a, you know, as a big cover. Yeah, Centerfold was pretty cool. Uh, I'm not the person that I felt like, you know, I was like, man, I've done this, you know, for a long time. But for something like that to come up that tells you that, hey, you're doing something right, you need to keep doing it and, you know, move forward. To be on the national side, that's big enough, I think, for any driver that's out there. And everyone's going to tell you the same thing. Mm-hmm. I can't believe I'm here. You know what I mean? Right. And Even when they are the best. I mean, look at uh, – Jason is so humble about the way he come about his – you know, he's like, man, I just got – you know, it fell on our plate. <laughs> Them guys are the, one of the top builders in the country. Uh-huh. But he says, oh, it just fell on our plate. Well, it doesn't fall on your plate if you're doing something right. Well, and this is this is nothing against those guys, right? And, and, right. and I think yeah, – I, I think Them guys are – I think Jason would – Jason would be at least partially inclined to, to go along with this is those guys didn't just walk in and win blizzard bash. No, they didn't. And, and that's, what's awesome about it. You know, because I'm telling you, everybody out there is praying that they don't draw Jason. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> please don't let us throw in. You know, I just, I don't care who it is. It's just like Matthew Alphonse. You don't want to draw Matt. You know, right. it's, Every team that comes up, you don't want to draw that team either. Crazy Island, you don't want to draw Crazy Island. No. You know, what, you know what crazy means? That means let's go. <laughs> <laughs> there, ain't no, uh, there ain't no easy heat. I mean, I don't care who you draw. It, you're not. It's it's. Let's go. Let's do it. You know? I especially like the, the four-on-four expanding for extending for the two rounds like that. I think that's going to be cool. I, I agree 100%. Um, you know, because, man, you could go in there and have a bad bad first heat. Something stupid, something that was just—you didn't miss it. It was just something stupid happens, and it does. And uh, you got a—you got a redemption, more or less. Um, hey, we're better than this, and we're going to show you. And hopefully, you pull it off. You know, on the second round, you know, where you can get that four for Because whenever you got more teams out there, if you're not very good at politicking, you're probably going to be in trouble. Yeah, <laughs> you might be. Um, I'm just thinking back here. A couple—I think it was 2014. 2014, I think it was the other Brent Clemens and and um, Luke and everybody got together and won Team Underdogs. Uh, those guys, those guys went four on four the whole way through the bracket, and he ended up getting against um, uh, I think it was Jesse Ravich's team, and it was four on four in the finals, which was really cool. But I like the early head to head, and then getting some more teams in there to spice things up at the later rounds. Yeah, I, I like spice that it thing. up a little bit, kind of kind of get some uh, talk going. It yeah, it's, it's definitely. <laughs> It's definitely interesting. And sometimes you're so busy working on your stuff, you forget about what you're doing or who you're – like you got, like last year, we went out into a B-Main and we were like, oh, my God, we never even uh, seen who was with who and where we stand. <laughs> you know, because we were so wrapped up in what we were doing, you know, so busy making sure that we were right, right. that we didn't even uh, – Think about who else was in there. And what was crazy is everybody forgot that we were in there. You know, it's just one of them things like, oh, crap, we forgot. No, man, yeah. <laughs> uh, 
out there in a the tent, you know, and uh, you really don't see nobody other than who's in the tent. Right. Yeah, you're going to see a little bit of a tent this weekend, but hopefully it pays off by seeing some big checks at the end of the night. Oh, my gosh. I'm excited. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm pumped. I know everybody else is pumped. I'm pretty fortunate to have such a good pick crew here at my house. I mean, the guys that come work my shop are just phenomenal. Yeah. Is there, you want to mention any of them, or is there anybody else you want to make mention yeah, of? Yeah, you know, um, man, I, I, and there's a big list. I I don't know if I don't want to miss anybody, but sure. Mike Blakely, fucking uh, Jake Morrison, his wife, Christina, um, they've always been there with me. Um, my cousins, Jesse and Jackie White. Uh, my neighbor, um, there's there's a lot of them. Not, uh, if I miss you, I'm sorry, but, man, I appreciate you. It's, uh, it's great. I've got some good sponsors. Uh, actually, one of the promoters around here um, called me up and said, man, I really want to sponsor you for Blizzard Bash this year. So, J&B Promotions, uh, Gary Jones, I appreciate you. And, uh, hell, he's even got a lift coming out for me to have a lift out there this year. So, And then um, uh, Black and White Roofing, that's a local uh, roofing company here at that, uh, around home. And last but not least, my wife and family. How, you know, everybody mentions them because we can't do this if they don't let us have shot time. Right on. So we're trying to coach a basketball team and do all this, and then my wife, you know, still lets me go back out to the shop. So I'm very fortunate to have a good wife and uh, and great family. So yeah. Well, man, I appreciate you making some time for us, and look forward to seeing you out there uh, when we all get on the grounds. We'll be getting into town Wednesday night, so hopefully we'll see you there. Uh, Tommy Stark going to be running with Team No Namers, Jason Dials, Tim Sonnenberg, Craig McCracken in the National Draw. Wish you the best of luck, man. Travel safe. Thanks, Chris. I appreciate you, bud. Always see good you. to see you. We'll see you later. Uh, bye. Tommy Stark. Shifting gears now to some of the uh, qualifying side of things. We're going to be talking with uh, Jared Brown, who has recruited some of the Franks to drive – a team that he's supporting. So we're going to be talking with him uh, a little bit about the evolution to get to the point where he could sponsor a team at Blizzard Bash. We see most of the teams now running with sponsored names, which is really cool. You see the industry names, and they're on there. Uh, um, Derby Tees, DerbyTees.tv. Uh, we've got... Are you there? Hey, Jared. There's Jared for us right there. We were just talking about, you know, you see uh, Killer Trans and a bunch of different um, industry vendors showing up the, out there. GH Graphics has a couple teams. We've seen MLR on teams in the past, and uh, Jared has a team out there this year. So how did you get to a point where you're putting a team at Blizzard Bash? Um, I went and it just kind of fell back to when I ran Limited Wild. Mm -hmm. uh, a few years ago, I went and, you know, you you meet a lot of people there. So, like, I went and I met Brian Frank back when we were running and just hit it off and we were down there and we've been friends. And I just figured I asked him. He went and, you know, just looking to get into a different team this year. So I picked him up. That's awesome. So we're looking at Team BCR uh, running in the uh, qualifying side of things. Um, what's your expectations going into this? Hopefully good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, you know, like everybody says, it's one of those things where, you know, luck plays a lot into the factor of all of it. And you could show up with, you know, top of the line parts and everything. And, you know, if something fails, you know, it probably will. 
then you're kind of out of luck. So sure. Hopefully, you know everything works good for these guys, and they can just go tear some shit up. Uh, did you get to pick all of the cars, or did they pick their own? <laughs> uh, funny enough, I got the decision and vehicle choices. Yeah. Which you know, very rarely does that happen. But just after being, I think I've been going down there the last six or seven years. So, I mean, you get a pretty good idea of what's holding up, you know, to the rules and what isn't, you know. Builds, you know, build-wise, what will work, what won't, what will hold up a little bit better, you know, kind of what caters and fits to the rules and plays with them a little bit better. So I know um, Cody Robertson on the team, he's got an 09. He's their 03 for the team. Brandon and Bryant, they both have 75 caddies, and then Dan's got a 73. Yeah, running with Team BCR, driving the three. Bryant, Frank, Brandon, Frank in the 24, the 661, Cody Robertson, and Dan Sanders in the number 60 uh good group of drivers there um have you guys talked at all uh how active have you been able to be first of all in terms of the build process i mean some of those guys are, are fairly close by and uh did, the, did that give you the opportunity to be involved in putting the cars together um i mean a lot of it's just been bouncing ideas off of yeah. each other i mean you see a lot of new stuff every year and you just kind of figure That's out what sure. will work and what won't compared to you know some of the stuff you're going up against and I mean, it's mostly to spend communication over Messenger, so, I mean, mm-hmm. it's nice to, you know, have technology to be able to talk to somebody states and states away and, you know, be able to be on the same page with each other, so. Sure. What were some of the things you guys were talking about? Um, I mean, a lot of it, it's just fine-tuning with rules. I mean, you're just talking, you know, kind of about bracket choice and, you know, you know what will work better, car frames, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So, uh, what about the driving experience side of things? You know, you had the chance to, to, to pick a couple drivers. It was people that you'd known from, from other experiences. Was that a, a pretty easy choice when you got the drivers together? Uh, yeah. I mean, I, a lot of it too is those group of guys, they've already, you know, been running county fairs together and that's kind of how they've all been friends. So, sure. I mean, I went and I asked Bryant and he said, well, of course, you know, I, I'm going to grab my brother and it's, Two other friends that you know are just like two more brothers and you know a big family and group of guys together so what day are you getting into town uh i'm just clocked out and you're calling me i'm sitting in my vehicle right now at work and i'll be on the road probably at five tomorrow morning <laughs> so uh what's the first thing to check off the list when you guys get there probably get my pit pass out of the way yeah. i know that gets when you get down there later so i figured just knock it out right away and get it and then just kind of go around and talk to some of the drivers that i've been talking to while they've been building and probably catch up with you guys yep we'll be getting to town on wednesday we'll be getting there a couple hours before heat draw so we're looking forward to getting out there for that on wednesday working with derby nation uh tv on the blizzard bash production again we'll be on the air all week long and then doing some work in the pits maybe some facebook lives and things of that nature really looking forward to that um if you get a free minute or so stop by we'll talk more at the table about uh everything uh, especially after you guys get your heat assignments that'll be an interesting couple um couple of conversations to have all right sounds good uh, anybody else that you wanted to make mention of um i'd mostly just like to mention my niece and my nephew they're watching with my family at home little <laughs> two and three year olds future demo drivers so all right. Well, that sounds good. And I'll, I'll let you go without bringing anything up about I was going to say. 
All right, thanks. I was going to say. <laughs> I'll see you later. Yeah, bye. See you, Jared. There goes Jared Brown. He's, uh, he's going to have a busy week in front of him, uh, kind of helping direct the traffic on all four of those cars for Team BCR that's going to be on the qualifying side. And rounding out our gauntlet here this evening, hopefully everything goes right. It's We can get our final guest on here. Hey, Sam, it's Chris. Can I put you in? And our final guest of the night, a bit of a surprise guest. It's been a while since we've had you on the show to talk about Blizzard Bash, but Sam Williams joining us on the show. A little bit different role this time around for you, Sam. Yeah, it came out from underneath my rock, and I decided to take a butt whooping in the car, I guess. <laughs> it's, uh, I'm excited to come down and, and see what it's all about. It's kind of been fun to see it from the other side a little bit. It's it's going to be an interesting one for sure. Um, you get a chance to go through the tech inspection process. I see you're running with your boy Chris. How's wrestling been going? Uh, it's going great. We're uh, we've been spending the last few months getting all the getting all the cars done and, and working through all that. Um, Austin Adams and Nathan Gill's cars uh, look great as well. So I'm excited. We're we're gonna go and and see what happens and give them give them hell. But man, I tell you what, I. It is a whole new respect for these drivers. I, I, just, I mean, we've built a lot of cars over the years, and I've been doing it since I was 15, but these Blizzard Bash cars are insane. I mean, it is, it is a ton of work. So, no, it's it's a whole new level of respect for these guys, and I respected them a lot before, but, man, they take my hats off to them. That's pretty impressive. Both of the your two cars built out of your shop, your new shop? Yep, yep, we got, yep, we got, uh, like Cadillac is the one Christopher's in, and I'm in the Oldsmobile, mm -hmm. and so, yeah, it should be good. And then you're going to be teaming up with Nathan Gill and Austin Adams on the Nebraska boys, so let's say that the stars align, you guys get into the national draw. Are you going to be coming back next year? I probably won't. I told Chris, my son, I said I'd do it with him one time, um, and I... <laughs> These these cars are so much work. I'll, I'll help them build another one, but this is probably my one and only time. I I don't. It's if they get into the national. I mean, things could change from now, but we're we're pretty exhausted at this point, and it's it's been a it's been a long couple months trying to get them done. So it's no, it's it's been a lot of fun, but I don't I don't think you'll see me run out here again. But it's I will definitely be out here to support everybody and everybody else. So I I just want to give back to the drivers and you know show that we can build cars too and come out and play and, and go from there so you're not going to sit out there and just wait for them to hit you though you're going to make it you're going to make it a, a, no, a fun one no yeah no we're gonna we're, we're coming out to we're coming out to prove we can drive as well so it's it, it may not work out that way but it's we're definitely going to run them hard and hopefully put junk back in the trailer so it's we're gonna we're gonna let them let them eat and and go from there so everything's pretty much brand new in both cars and it'll be it'll be a lot of fun the qualifying bracket cars are built to the same rule specs as what the national brackets are, or is it detuned a little? Nope. Uh, to me, I would say, you know, you look down that qualifying list, and it's 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 probably one of the more impressive qualifying lists I've seen. Um, a lot of times, you can pick up the favorites out of that qualifying list, but man, I don't have a I don't have a clue um, on this year's deal. There's a lot of great drivers in the qualifying. Obviously, nationals just stacked from top to bottom, and so it's I mean it's. The, the driver's list is, is really impressive. I'm not saying that just because, 
you know, we're driving against these guys, and if we get our butts handed to us, I have an excuse. But it's these guys are these guys are definitely going to be impressive, and I've seen a lot of the cars coming on the qualifying side, and the U, yeah, they're, they're definitely impressive. In terms of the the build rules themselves, the, the the guidelines that you have to follow in order to put a car together to uh, successfully go through tech pass and compete, those rules for the qualifying side are pretty much the same as what they are for the national bracket, aren't they? Yep, they're okay. 100% the same rules. That was, that's where I was going. It's not like the qualifying side is yep. a detuned version of the national. It's it's just as heavy, no. and, and you got to earn your way. Yep. you got to earn your way in. So at uh, yep. risk of being uh, waxing too nostalgic here, at the, at the same time, though, to be able to drive at Blizzard Bash 10 has got to be at least a little special, right? Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, I, when you when you think back to where we started with this thing, I mean, you you think about when you guys came out in your little car and stuff full of equipment, and we had 300 people in the stands, and to see where it's come to and be able to drive on that track on Blizzard Bash 10 is going to be pretty awesome. I mean, it's it's definitely going to be, you know, emotional fun. I mean, it's it's a lot of emotion there with, you know, Blizzard Bash 10, being able to drive with my son. Um, you know, he's he's gotten to that point now that, you know, he's I got one more year with him, and then he's out of high school. So, yeah, there's a lot of a lot of stuff that's gonna make this pretty special. I believe I, I believe this to be true, and I could be wrong, but this will be, I believe, with all the Blizzard bashes that you've been at, this will be the first time that you have to sign for a pit pass. Sign and pay. I'm right there with everybody else. I'm counting up all the friends Chris bought it, and I'm like, "Good God, you got to take out a second mortgage." But yeah, no, it's it's, it's kind of, I mean, but the nice thing is, is, I know all the expense that goes in the bad side of it. So <laughs> it's it's 100% justified. Don't bother me in the least. But it's yeah, it, it'll be the first time I've had to get a pit pass. Uh, that's that's sorry, I had to had to go there. I'm looking forward to seeing you yeah, pull no, through the. Good, uh, pull through the tunnel, man. With with uh, pulling through the team and being out there on the track, I'm 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 looking forward to this. It, it just keeps getting bigger and bigger year after year after year. That and, and Blizzard Bash 10 and all the all the hype that's gone into this one so far, it is going to be a fun week. I I think it's going to be a blast. Um, we're we're going to be down late tonight, down in actually in Kansas, and be getting all the pits and everything set up tomorrow, and be ready for inspection first thing Wednesday morning. So awesome. Anybody that you want to make mention of? No, I just appreciate everything that Smash is doing for the Blizzard Bash and keeping it going and taking over for us and and keeping this thing going. So I'm I'm I mean Candace and Tim and everybody they're doing a hell of a job, Kenny, everybody. So um, appreciate you know Christopher who's built right there beside me for the last few months and Austin and Nathan for taking a chance on running with us. It's awesome, man. I look forward to it. Travel safe, and uh, we look forward to seeing you when we get down there on Wednesday. Sounds good, Chris. Thanks for having us on. Thanks for coming on. We'll talk to you later. There goes Sam Williams. Going to be going out to compete with the Nebraska boys in the qualifying bracket this year at Blizzard Bash. So we ran through a bunch of stuff, talked to some drivers on the national side, talked to some drivers on the qualifying side. Last week we talked to a couple drivers in the compact and in the limited welds team uh, brackets, uh, a couple of the past winners from out there at this point. There's no thing left to say. There's no talk left, uh, except for the part where we have to go out there and do the heat drops. But for uh, dramatic effect, there's nothing left to say. At this point, we are simply looking forward to the start of Blizzard Bash 
2019, the 10th edition of Blizzard Bash. It is going to be an awesome one. Jump online. You can get your subscriptions, derbynation.tv. Follow blizzardbash.com. It's got the agenda, the team lists, the names, everything you could possibly want. The Blizzard Bash Facebook page is loaded with all sorts of information. There's going to be photos posted up there all weekend long. We certainly do appreciate, first and foremost, the drivers who make this show possible. Uh, all the consideration that they give us throughout the course of the year to come on the show and hang out with us for a little bit. Then on top of that, um, smash it, giving Crash Course the opportunity to come out and be part of Blizzard Bash one more time. All the official and everybody that keeps us safe and, and helps make this possible for all of us. All the folks with Derby Nation that go into all the production. I got to show up and talk into a microphone about the action that I see on track. But there's a lot of stuff and a lot of people that handle all the moving parts behind the scenes. Um, but I am looking forward to seeing all those folks this week. Stop by, say hi, shoot me a text message, shoot me a Facebook message. Let me know where you want to meet up. Maybe we can say hi or something while we're out there. It's great to see all the fans and all the drivers out there. Once again, Blizzard Bash is upon us. That is going to do it for us here at the North Park Building of Academy Square. 296 is in the books. Blizzard Bash, we'll see everybody Wednesday night for the heat draws. We'll see you then. Crash Course Live is presented by Smash It Demolition Derby, who hosts Bash for Cash, Blizzard Bash, and Capital City Carnage. Online at smashitderby.com. And Stirring Dirt Racing, host of May Mania's team show at the Golden Spike Arena in Ogden, Utah. Online at stirringdirtracing.com. Reckless Abandoned Derby Apparel and Derby Inc. Magazine. This is the Crash Course Demolition Derby Podcast, recorded live at the FigureLinks1.com studios in downtown Seneca Falls, New York.